Hey there, fellow travelers of the Junlin Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Junlin Waste podcast, the TJW podcast for July 10th, 2023. And yes, I am back again behind the microphone here. I know it's been a couple weeks since I last posted. Gosh, I think it's been like oof, since like the first week of June. So uh, my my apologies for, for losing track of uh, the podcast and my responsibilities for uh, constantly being able to have some up-to-date information about uh, Star Wars and the Star Wars Expanded Universe out to you guys. But uh, as everybody knows, you know, the end of the end of the springtime and the beginning of summer is probably one of the busiest times of the year. Uh, you know, getting people to finish with school and then getting them ready for summertime and then all these transitions and people going on vacations and all sorts of different things. So uh, I appreciate you, you know, hanging in there and waiting for this podcast to come out. Hopefully, like uh, I usually like to do, uh, maybe a little couple more of these, uh, you know, more daily you know, coffee break podcasts are, are in the works. So uh, let's hope that I get some uh, some good vibes from this episode that will carry me over to the next episode. Hopefully, I'll be recording tomorrow. Uh, just a couple things I wanted to mention here on this coffee break here or lunch break or whatever type of break you take. <laughs> Uh, it's, it is the start of summer, which means the big summer movie season has started again. And I don't think a bigger movie, at least for, uh, the, uh, Lucasfilm crew, uh, is, uh, on, 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 on everyone's mind, except, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, I'm not going to do a big, huge breakdown of that movie right now. I think I need somebody else with me to, to, to chat about this because I, I can't do it justice just, just, just on my own here. But uh, just some, some brief thoughts about it. Um, I know that it has not done well in the, uh, in the box office. That much is, that's much is certain. But I don't think that takes away from the fact that I think they really crafted a wonderful story for Indiana Jones. Uh, the fifth Indiana Jones movie. Who would have thought we were going to be getting another Indiana Jones movie with Harrison Ford in there re-portraying the man in the hat? So uh, it's, I thought it was, a, it, was a, it was a great story. For those who did not like the, uh, the previous uh, Indiana Jones movie, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I thought this had a, a lot to it that, that made up for, for that experience. I mean, I didn't really not like uh, the Crystal Skull movie at, at the same time. You know, it, it didn't, you know, it didn't bother me as much as it bothered other people. Um, it, it's a different type of story, and, and, and this was obviously done by different writers and different and different directors, so uh, it, it was definitely a different feel. I told this to somebody uh, who asked me what my, my first impressions were after watching the movie. I said, I, I thought it was great. I, I said, I, it had a lot of that classic Indiana Jones high adventure quality to it, and uh, but at the same time, I think they... And maybe this is what's bothering a lot of people <laughs> in, in, in a certain way, is that they delved a little bit more deeper into an emotional, uh, older Indiana Jones, who we're not that used to uh, to seeing. Um, Indiana Jones tends to be, you know, very much in the adventure, uh, into the story. Um, you do have those love themes that do happen in, in Indiana Jones, as well as it happens in Star Wars. Uh, but I think they dug a little bit deeper than just a love story. They dug a little bit deeper into uh, the, the pain that the character of Indiana Jones is having at this time and, and how he's trying to figure out 
what's his next step as he reaches this part of his life, which is, you know, he's an older professor right now, and, and, and he's reaching retirement age. And uh, you'll see when you go to see the movie, I mean, I'm sure most who are listening to this podcast have seen this movie, but I just wanted to, to put it out there that I'm not going to spoil this movie right now because um, it, to me it's still a little bit early before I can start, like, really talking about it. But uh, I, I will say that I think it has a lot of heart. This movie has a lot of heart to it. Uh, a, a lot of the high adventure that, that I enjoy. A couple surprises in there, which I wasn't expecting, but was very, very happy to see. Um, and uh, I thought it was a, you know, a great summertime movie. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Uh, you know, I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for, 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 for some of my kids to come back home from, from camp before I go and see it again. They haven't seen it because they were already in camp when the movie came out. But uh, they are looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully they're not going to be spoiled and, 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 and know all the entire story before getting home here so that we can watch it together. But it is one of those movies that I, I, I am going to get it once it hits... Uh, I, I'm, this is another question. Here I'm about to say this, but I'm, I'm wondering. Um, do you think we're going to get a, a DVD package box set release of, uh, of, of, of the movie? Obviously, it's going to come out in digital. Um, I'm just curious whether or not we think that we're going to see a DVD release of it. Is it going to be a nice, maybe two-disc release, maybe a DVD and Blu-ray? Or maybe nowadays, they're not even going to do the DVDs. Maybe it's just like, you know, Blu-ray digital release. Um, I'm hoping that they're going to do something along those lines. Uh, actually, I will say that I am hoping that they're going to be doing a DVD release. Uh, I still have a small DVD uh, player that I do like to put in uh, some of my original editions of, of, of all the Star of the Star Wars movies uh, that came out in 2004, 2005. Um, I have other movies that are on DVD, and sometimes I just enjoy just you know instead of watching on the small screen on my on my iPod or. Uh, be able to put it into one a slightly larger, <laughs> no portable DVD player that I could just sit in bed and watch the movie and enjoy. Uh, but we'll see what they come out with. Um, I'm imagining that because this is a summer release, I'm imagining sometime in the fall, uh, maybe close to holiday time, we might get a uh, some information about what kind of uh, of, of a movie home movie release they're going to do for Indiana Jones. Uh, we know that they, they put them on Disney+. Plus. All the other four Indiana Jones movies are now on Disney+. Plus. I think as well as, too, as the Young Indiana Jones Adventures and, and those that came out in the 90s. Uh, but I am sure they're going to put it out on Disney+. Plus. But I am also hoping that there is going to be a, a packaged release of, uh, of a DVD, Blu-ray, or, or some sort of form of that coming out. I'm also looking forward to, hopefully, uh, a making of the Indiana Jones movie or possibly even the art of Indiana Jones. That would be great to see. I have I, I, people who know me know that I love all those art of Star Wars books, so I would love to be able to, 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 to have a nice big book of uh, the art of Indiana Jones. So uh, maybe that will come out uh, this holiday season as well, too. We'll have to keep our eye out for that. But uh, one thing I was trying to do before I had actually, uh, you know, start thinking about, you know, DVD releases and Blu-ray releases and digital releases is uh, I loved the soundtrack. This was John Williams' like last soundtrack that he is going to do. And uh, I thought it was really appropriate that it was done for uh, this Indiana Jones movie. Uh, I really loved it. And I mean, how could you not love a <laughs> John Williams score to, to a Star Wars or Indiana Jones movie? Um, he, he harbors back to a lot of those uh, themes that 
we're used to in, in the other movies. So it was nice that small little nods were made uh, to other places within the Indiana Jones saga back in this uh, back in this soundtrack here for this movie. Um, it looks like, and I think I noticed this as well too, you can hear it on Amazon Music and you can download it. They, they have already uh, released the, uh, the digital soundtrack for it. So if digital is the way you like to go, uh, you can certainly get that uh, for your MP3 player or for what you, whatever you like to listen to your MP3s on. Uh, there is going to be the physical CD release and uh, two, two LP albums, which are going to be coming out, I believe, in August. Maybe the beginning of August, I think, if I last saw it. Actually, yeah, August 9th is the date that this, those are coming out. So far, it doesn't look like they are being released through Amazon or Walmart or any of the other um, big online retailers. But I do believe that uh, the Disney Music Emporium is, uh, is, has pre-orders that you could put in for it right now. Um, I'm still debating about which format I want to get. I, I, any, I, I know people understand and know that I enjoy uh, vinyl albums. I, over the last couple of years, I, I bought myself one of those great Crosley Star Wars uh, record players, and I have a bunch of uh, you know vinyl albums, which I enjoy putting on there and, and playing sometimes when I'm working, sometimes when I'm just in the room writing or drawing or doing something like that. But uh, I also, uh, I, I still rely on all my digital music as well, too. So I was hoping that possibly I could get like the two LP versions because it has great, you know, I love the big gatefold pages that you get with a two, a, a, a two record album. And sometimes they put art and liner notes in there. Uh, I'm sure there will be. I mean, I know for the, uh, the sequel trilogy, Star Wars sequel, sequel trilogy, I have... For all three of those movies, uh, those nice, nice big two-album like soundtracks that came with nice booklets and photos inside and liner notes. So uh, I'm sure they're gonna do something like that for for this soundtrack for the Dial of Destiny. But uh, what's what's holding me back is wondering whether or not there's gonna be a digital uh, a digital download included. I know sometimes records will sometimes throw in a digital download. In addition to having that, those two albums as sort of like, you know, a nicety for, for, for spending the money on, on those two records. Uh, the CD is, I think, around uh, 12 bucks, 11.99 or 10.99, and the uh, the two uh, the two record LP is coming in, I think, around 45, maybe 50 bucks, um, which is sort of, I guess, uh, typical now for a two album release, a two record album release, uh, to be in that price point range. Um, I think I'm going to pull the trigger on it. I mean, I really loved the uh, the soundtrack, and I would really love to add it to my collection. At the same time, I'm thinking to myself, by the time like uh, you know Black Friday comes rolling around in in in, in November and holiday time comes rolling around, that there might be uh, some good deals on it as well too. So maybe patience is a virtue here in in that regard. Uh, but either way, either way, uh, it was it was a fun movie. The soundtrack was great. I'm looking forward to uh, purchasing it as soon as it gets a digital DVD Blu-ray release. And I'm looking forward to hearing what you thought about the movie. And hopefully we're going to be able to get uh, somebody on here that can uh, chat with me a little bit more about the movie. Because honestly, I know we are a Star Wars focused podcast. I know we are, uh, you know, dedicated to the expanding universe. But uh, it, Indiana Jones is just one of those movies that is so intertwined uh, with us Star Wars fans that it's tough not to leave it. At, it's tough to leave it out. 
<laughs> now, if we're talking Star Wars, we've got to talk about Indiana Jones at least a little bit. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to put together a show that we can uh, have a, a nice discussion about uh, about that movie. But what did you think about the movie? Send us a message here at the Traveling the Junlin Wastes podcast page, or I should say the pot, the, the Facebook page of the, of the TJW podcast. Send me a message. I'd love to know and hear what your thoughts are uh, about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Some other things I wanted to do to just mention here quickly, you know, it is the summertime. And while uh, it has been some crazy weather lately, whether we're getting these brutal, brutal, hot, humid days or just getting a whole lot of rain, um, it's, 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 it's been pretty tough. It's been a little, little bit of a, of a rough start to the summer. I'm hoping as the summer lingers on a little bit, there'll be some more pleasant days, maybe not as super hot and humid, maybe not as rainy, maybe some time to be able to sit out on the beach or at the lake. Uh, to get some relaxation time in and maybe get some good reading in. And with good reading, I have a couple uh, books I wanted to mention. You know, I, I, I want to start getting back to doing this and letting you guys know uh, some of the books that I'm, I'm reading because we are an Expanding Universe podcast. And, uh, you know, sometimes we lose track of that. And uh, I'm, I'm sure, unfortunately, I'm sure, not fortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how I look at it, uh, by the end of August when we start getting uh, the Ahsoka series, I'm sure our focus is going to be much more focused on that than it is going to be on the books. So, uh, uh, either way, um, it just if if I can, you know, mention a couple of books that I am uh, I'm reading or I'm, I'm about to start reading, um, I think that would be uh, a lot of fun to mention because I would also like to know what you guys are reading out there as well too during this uh, summertime hiatus. A uh, couple things that I have read: Shadow Hunter by the light by the late Michael Reeves. Uh, what a magnificent book this was! I had never read Shadow Hunter before. Um, I did read Darth Plagueis, which I thought is, you know, it's James Luceno, and it was, if you to ask me before I read, you know, Shadowhunter, what is the best prequel book to the prequels, I would say it's definitely uh, Darth, uh, Darth Plagueis. Plagueis is a wonderful book by James Luceno. If you hadn't read it, definitely go and pick it up. I might have to reread it again because it really is magnificent. Um, it gives so, I mean, by the end of the book, you see how the story interweaves certain scenes from, from the Phantom Menace and how we're seeing it, certain scenes from the Phantom Menace in a, in, in a, in a new angle. And you're getting really a good look at the heart and the mind of, 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 of Palpatine and how he rose from where he was and, 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 and to that point where he overthrows his master in, in, in one glorious fell swoop. Uh, but if you want another great prequel to the prequels, uh, take a look at Shadowhunter. Shadowhunter, now the, the difference of this book was, is I had actually downloaded it on Audible because uh, it was read by Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer, as we know, the voice of Darth Maul on the Clone Wars and Rebels, as well as the uh, the voice actor for Starkiller in the Forced Unleash games. Uh, he does a magnificent job uh, reading this book. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it is an exciting great tale uh not only do you get to hear uh you know him portraying maul because anytime maul's thinking or talking you do get that voice that you heard from rebels or that voice you heard from clone wars or even the voice that you heard at the end of solo uh which is always you know very chilling but exciting at the same time um, it's a great story, very exciting. It's a, it's, it is, it is a really nice, 
uh, prequel to the prequels. I keep saying that, but it really is. It takes place after uh, the, the final events, or I should say it takes place just before the final events that we see in Plagueis. And uh, it is all surrounding the beginning of the Phantom Menace around that 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 time about uh, the, the, the the trade federation, the taxation of trade routes, and how this was supposed to be such a secretive operation that Palpatine sends Darth Maul out to sort of make sure that nobody you know spills the beans on this when there is a situation that comes up where there's the possibility that this whole operation could just you know hit the fan so um it probably reads really great as well too as as you know just picking up the novel it is actually one of the essential legends collection titles uh that have been uh rebranded and reintroduced over the last uh, couple years great art on the cover too of uh, darth maul there uh, if you're really into good cover art, uh, get yourself the book. It is really a, a, a great, 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 uh, you know, art image of, of Darth Maul. In fact, if I had the opportunity, I probably would get Sam Whitworth to sign that as well as, uh, you know, Ray Park right on the cover because it is it really shows the a, a, a awesome image of uh, Darth Maul and the story inside of it is 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 beautiful. For a Sith story, it is a beautiful Sith story. <laughs> uh, you get introduced to some different characters as well, too. Uh, the question of whether or not they live or not, I'm not going to say. But then again, you got to remember, this is Darth Maul. So you you probably have a good idea of where all the other characters end up. But uh, it's, uh, it's a fun book to read. It's not so long, so it's, it's a very quick read. The audiobook is only, I think, 9 or 10 hours long, which is pretty short for a... Uh, for, for a Star Wars novel. So if you want to pick up a great knowledge you haven't read before, uh, get Shadowhunter. You can certainly find um, used copies all over the place from eBay and used bookstores and paperback online places. Uh, but if you want to get the uh, the new uh, you know Essential Legends Collection edition of it, uh, you can also find that as well too. It's been out a couple of years, so it's it's, it's probably you, you probably don't have to pay the full retail price for it. But uh, I'm sure if you if you did you, or if you want to get like no spanking brand new, you can you can get it off of uh, Amazon as well. Uh, but yeah, Shadowhunter by Michael Reeves, definitely pick that one up. I'm also in the middle of reading. This is one that I've been wanting to read for a while, but I always kept picking up, putting it down, picking up, putting it down. And I finally said, just pick it up and read it. And I'm so glad I finally started reading it uh, completely. It is uh, Timothy Zahn's Scoundrels. This is such an awesome, awesome book. If you really want to hear a Han, Chewie, and Lando uh, heist that's going on, this is the book to pick up. Timothy Zahn, obviously, there's nothing really that the man writes that I just don't, I do not find it, that I, that I would not find enjoyable. <laughs> I just love his writing, uh, and, and it's very difficult for me not to pick up a Timothy Zahn book and not just say this. No, even just holding it, it it's, I know this is going to be a great ride. Uh, something different in this book that uh, that you don't see in some of the other ones. You know, it's it, it's not a Jedi centric, it's not a Force centric book. It is a book that is like you know concentrating on an adventure that Han and Chewie and Lando are on taking place pretty much right after the destruction of the Death Star. 
when we find out that Han has lost his uh, the, the payment that he got from the Rebel Alliance for rescuing the princess, he has to find a new way and find uh, new funds to be able to, to, to get himself out of that uh, you know, the debt that he's in with uh, Jabba. So he's hoping that this high-stakes caper, which is, uh, what's, which is what's going on in this book, is going to be his, uh, his, his big payday that he can basically you know, cut ties with what he did with Luke and Leia and the others there with the Rebel Alliance, be able to you know, pay back his debt and just move on being the uh, best smuggler around. Uh, I know that this is out in not only, I mean, I have the paperback version of it, which is, uh, you know, I, I'm now really enjoying paperback versions these days. I, I used to get a lot of hardcovers, but they were just taking up so much space and they were so heavy. And uh, I just, I, I had to switch gears a little bit. So I've gone to like an in-between, between, between uh, digital e-readers as well as paperback books. And uh, I love the paperbacks just because you can take them with you and read them, you know, on the go go to the beach, go to the lake, you go wherever you're going to go, you're in the car, uh, and somebody else, obviously if somebody else is driving, but <laughs> don't read it while you're driving, although if you do have the audiobook, that might be fun to listen to uh, if you're on a long drive, if you're taking a vacation this year, so uh, yeah, so Timothy Zahn's Star Wars Scoundrels, definitely pick that one up as well too, uh, this is a longer read, this is like I said, it's about 500 pages or so, but uh, the story keeps moving along. The characters are great. And uh, if you like a good heist story, uh, this is one that came out a bunch of years ago. But if you haven't read it yet, uh, definitely pick it up. Uh, another one that I'm going to start reading soon is uh, Yoda Dark Rendezvous. This here is a great story that takes place, I believe, between episodes one and two. Uh, it's by author Sean Stewart. Um, I saw this book a while ago. And I always wanted to pick it up because it is a book that uh, about you know a Yoda and Dooku, I guess, adventure if you want to say, or there is some interaction between these two, uh, which you don't see anywhere else. I think in the uh, in the larger you know either the animated or even the uh, the cinematic world, uh, you don't see too much interaction between Yoda and uh, Dooku. They have their duel in uh, Episode Two, but you never get to see what happened beforehand and why. Uh, Dooku left the order and what did Yoda think about it at the time uh, but this is a book I'm told that is a really good read it's uh, also part of that Essential Legends Collection um, editions uh, I picked that up yesterday at Barnes & Noble because uh, it was uh, just looking at me and I just had to pick it up and I said I always wanted to read this book anyway cover art is great and it doesn't look like it's too too big of a book it's about a 250 page book maybe a little bit longer 270 page book but uh, that's a good easy easy read and I'm told that it is a, uh, a fun adventure for those who like prequel uh, stories and it seems like we're hitting a lot of prequel stuff as I was talking about uh, Shadowhunter in this book you know pick it up read it let me know what you think about it I'd be curious Another one, talking about more canonical stories as opposed to the older EU, uh, I did get Convergence from the library uh, and I was starting to read it. This is part of that phase two of the light of the, uh, the, of the High Republic. I'm still having a great deal of difficulty getting through this book. Uh, I said I also had a difficulty getting through Light of the Jedi. And I thought, well, let me put that series down. Let me just start with Phase 2, because the Phase 2 series actually starts chronologically before all the stories that we see are here for, like, uh, The Light of the Jedi, which came out a couple of years ago. 
I should probably give it a good college try again, but it's it, for me, it, I'm having a really hard time getting into the High Republic stories. Uh, how are you feeling about those High Republic stories? Have you started? Have you gone through it? Have you found as much difficult time as I have? I don't know. But uh, certainly, uh, let me know what your thoughts are about it. If you have gone through it, I would love to know why you enjoy it so much. Okay? <laughs> I'm not trying to, to, to knock down these, these novels, because it's great that we have new Star Wars stories coming out with some new authors. But I'm just curious... Uh, what people are thinking, those who do enjoy the High Republic era, what are, what, why are you enjoying it so much? And maybe that will help me try to like keep myself into the story a little bit better. Um, yeah, so those are some of the, some of the books that uh, are on my shelf and I'm going through this summer. Uh, if you have other different books that you're reading during this uh, summer period, let me know. Send me a message on the Facebook page for the Traveling the Junlin Waste podcast. Uh, some other things I just wanted to quickly mention, some, some swag news that I had, uh, I wanted to mention, gosh, 4th of July had a great sale. Steven Stanton, the great voice actor, Steven Stanton, who has voiced got so many characters on, uh, on, on Clone Wars and Rebels. He's done Governor Tarkin. He's done Ben Kenobi. He's done Obi-Wan, uh, you know, various ones throughout the entire series. Uh, he, uh, you know, he had this great sale going on on his uh, website. It's at stevenstanonline.com, I believe. Uh, you can check his Facebook page, too, because that's how I found out about this. He had this great 4th of July promotion going where he was offering free shipping, free inscription, free quote, free uh, character name, as well as a personalization. Uh, so I really I had to pull the trigger on this one. <laughs> It was just too good of an autograph deal not to not to not to do it, so I ordered myself this uh, great 11 by 14 photo of uh, Ben Kenobi and Darth Maul about to embark on their final duel duel on Tatooine in that great episode on Star Wars Rebels, and uh, I had him put on the uh, you know he personalized it to me to Mark, and he put on this quote here that I asked him to put on, which I think is is probably. The more common quote, if you're going to get this, uh, <laughs> if you're going to get this photo signed, uh, you can also get it eight by ten or even larger if you really wanted to, uh, which is also nice too because if you go see Sam Witwer at a convention, he could probably sign the other side of the photo as well. Um, I actually have Sam Witwer's autograph, but I actually have it on a Star Killer, uh, you know, the Force Unleashed uh, Two gaming guide, which is really cool. I'll talk about that sometime. Anywho, the quote I had him put on here on this is, Mark, if you define yourself by your power to take life, your desire to dominate, to possess, then you have nothing. Ben Kenobi, Stephen Stanton. Gorgeous, gorgeous photo of this. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, gosh, nice high-resolution photo. The, uh, the, the signature is in nice silver. Uh, and the good news is, I think if you go on his website right now, you go to Stephen Stanton online, I think he still has this 4th of July deal going on right now, even though it's July 10th. So if you want to get in on this deal, uh, check out that uh, website and uh, let him know. Say, if he asks you, how'd you find out about this? Say, hey, I was listening to the Travel the John Waste podcast. Good podcast. You should listen to it. Uh, you can say that. <laughs> uh, one other piece of swag I also picked up at this time as well, too. Uh, this Rolling Stone magazine from uh, June 24th, 1999. So you're asking me, what happened on June 24th, 1999? Uh, that was around the time that uh, The Phantom Menace was about to come out and uh, 
On the cover of that issue of Rolling Stone was Jar Jar Binks, portrayed by none other, none other than Ahmed Best. Uh, so you may be asking, why do I have this Rolling Stone uh, issue? The reason I have this is because come November at Rhode Island Comic Con, he is coming back to Rhode Island Comic Con, and this is what I'm going to have him <laughs> autograph for me in November. Uh, this great Rolling Stone cover here. Uh, there's like a, I think a perfect spot, a nice n- enough of an area between all the, uh, all the, uh, you know, no, the, the writing on top of, or I should say, all the print on top of the cover there. Uh, that he should be able to uh, sign it, personalize it to me, maybe even add, you know, Ahmed Bed, Ahmed Best, uh, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, a fun thing about this issue of Rolling Stone, you might be able to find this if you go online on eBay. I've had this one for, for a little bit of time here, but uh, this is actually a cool uh, issue because inside it, there is this great 18 by 22 or 24 um, poster of Jar Jar Binks, which matches the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine. But in addition to that, you have in the back of this uh, great poster, you have the three other Star Wars covers that came out over the over the uh, original trilogy time. You have the uh, original one with all the uh, Episode Four New Hope cast on it, and then you had another one uh, that had uh, for, for the Empire Strikes Back that included, I think, Billy D. Williams, and then you have the the, the, the great beach version for Return of the Jedi with a Gamorrean guard and Darth Vader and Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia as Slave Leia on the cover of, uh, of that issue. It's tough to get that cover to find an issue like that because that's such a highly sought after issue with Leia in her, uh, in her metal bikini. But uh, regardless of that, the poster is really a nice addition to this magazine. Uh, and while that poster would be a great item to have uh, to have Ahmed sign, I think I'm going to go with the cover of this Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, it just you know, I love I love you know being able to have a, uh, a a cover of a magazine signed. It's like one of those nice things that uh, you can't beat. I had actually Anthony Daniels last year at Fan Expo in Boston sign uh, the uh, the cover of the George Lucas special for Time Life magazine and uh, it has it to chose him and George on Tatooine during the filming of, uh, of episode four so um, I still have that autograph upstairs in my in, in my bookcase uh, and I'm hoping to add as well to this uh, this 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 cover as well too in uh, in November so those are a couple of uh, sw- bit of, little bits of swag news I wanted to mention as well too. This coffee cast has gone much longer than I thought it was going to go. Uh, we're hitting a 30-minute mark, which means that coffee and lunch break are basically done. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I have to say for now. Hopefully we'll get another good uh, episode tomorrow or sometime this week. Uh, and I'd love to hear your thoughts about it on anything that we spoke about here. What are your summer plans? Uh, do you have any uh, you know, you know, comic conventions you're going to? Uh, are you outside of the New England area? You're going somewhere else? I know there was, a, uh, there was the uh, uh, convention down in New Jersey this past weekend where actually Ahmed, Ahmed Best was there as well too, signing and a couple other Star Wars uh uh, you know, actors and actresses were down there as well too. Um, but if you're going to like it, like I said, if you're going to any other different conventions and you're be meeting some other Star Wars guests, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. And uh, like I said, hopefully we'll be getting out uh, some some uh, podcast here uh, with some uh, further, you know, added co-hosts here who can who can add a little bit of their uh, you know commentary to to what I put here on the podcast. But that's all for now. Hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful day, and I will talk to you soon. Have a good one, all.